Of course, I go by the name of the kid. Famous. Wow. This here is the Tim and Sid Show. You are now tuned in. Coast to coast. Edutaining the masses. Sports edutainment. Yeah. It's about to get started. Sit back. Enjoy the show. In five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Is Tim and Sid for Thursday, January 21st. I'm Tim McAuliffe in my basement. Sid Sixero with a coffee in his hand in his basement. What's What's going on? Yo, big ups to you, Sixero. We're live on TV and radio. Call it murder. (laughs) There was a huge reggae discussion between Jeff. When you think reggae, you think Jeff Blair, Tim McAuliffe, Richard Deitch. In the yeah. radio hour, right before we came up, mm-hmm. it was as if Bob Marley himself walked in, the spirit of, and just took over. Mm-hmm. And it was just the whitest reggae conversation you've ever heard in your life. But I enjoyed Wait. it. But Tim, Tim, is, t- t- Tim is deep in the culture. I don't want to rip on Tim too <laughs> much. I'm back uh, at Norman Powell. On I'm Norman back Powell on. of the Toronto Raptors will join us from Tampa. The Raptors uh, ran out of gas last night against Miami, a shorthanded Miami squad at that. They'll get another shot at the Heat tomorrow. Also, Sportsnet hockey analyst Brian Burke will join us. Hour number two. However, we begin today's show with our top story of the day. And the top story of the day around here is us, the show, which is why I call it our top story earlier today on the tim and sid twitter account and its ig feed we sent out the following message big announcement today you're going to want to tune in what transpired sid in the mentions was kind of sort of hilarious it was Before pretty damn you good get <laughs> it was pretty damn good <laughs> to the mentions and the actual announcement. Can I do some of these mentions? Do the mentions. I think we should do the mentions first. Because we'll have time for anything else. Yeah, please. Jeff Ferreira wrote in. And this was the vast majority of them. Tim McAuliffe and Sid Sixero returning to the Tim and Sid studio. People started to guess what this major yeah, announcement that, was. That's the gist of it. Lots of guesses at the bottom of that tweet. Lots right. of guesses. Right. Uh, Danny Ruiz, longtime Tim and Citizen, did Faisal Kamiza finish runner-up to Donovan Bennett as the 2020 guest co-host of the year? They both tied. Nicholas Mercer, Ontario is getting Big Merry Mondays. Big if true. Big if true, McAuliffe. Uh, Fish wrote in and said, Sid's pregnant. To which its big bad dad responded with twins by the looks of it. <laughs> Are you? No, I'm like a. T- I'm like a TLC show with like nine running around. That's what I look like I'm carrying. And I've been carrying for about 18 months, is what I look like. But I digress. Uh, Gary writes. And, and sorry? No. Uh, di- digress point. and digest. Sorry. Yeah. I walked all over that line. I apologize. I'll get out of well, your way in a second. Gary writes in and says, Tim has been vaccinated and is ready to do a cross-country tour to hug all of his fans. I think he's I still carry. No, I think he's still carry. I don't think he can go and hug. Like, I don't think that's allowed. I think even if you're vaccinated? vaccinated? Even if yeah, you have the papier that says, I've been uh, stabbed twice? Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the rules about are that. that. I'll show up. 
I'll shut up. Uh, Corby writes in and said, did Tim get hair plugs? Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the mullet area in the back. Really special hair plugs, right? Couldn't afford all of them. Just got a couple. When they grow up, though, look out. You are going to be at that Zach Brown Band concert just rocking and rolling. Uh, The major announcement, Peter writes in and said, the Jays did sign Brantley. (laughs) I'm not not touching that one. You're not not touching touching that one? All right. No. Things happen. Uh, Chuck, fine. name that wrestler is making a comeback. Not uh, a bad idea. Not a Rob, bad idea, actually. the show is finally being canceled. That's not, not, not very nice. That's not nice at all. No, there's people's jobs on the line. That's not... Wait, wait, would you go? Jordan writes in and says, Sportnet, Sportsnet has finally hired someone to optimize you guys. Nope, that hasn't happened That's either. Not, no. <laughs> and not possible. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not possible if you tried. And uh, Mr. Scissorhands writes in and says, is it that Anthony Castro got DFA'd? Because I already knew that. That was going to be the lead. That was going to be the lead. Some good All responses, right. man. All right. Um, let, me tear the, uh, let me tear the Band-Aid off here. I'm leaving the show. Uh, I will be leaving Tim and Sid. We're going to do five more weeks of this. And our last show together... Our last show will be when is it? Friday, February the twenty sixth. That will be the last Tim and Sid. But we're going to do another five weeks, and I'm going to attempt to do with Tim what I've done for seventeen years ish: talk sports and try and make him giggle. That will be the mandate for the next five weeks. Um, I didn't get fired to the disappointment of some. I'm cutting that at the knees right now. So if a blogger with a thousand followers wants to start that garbage, you can stop. I'll tell you what's up in a second. Tim McAuliffe uh, will take the mic in a second because obviously the, the, the questions that branch off here are numerous. And for, uh, for a lot of you who've been with us for a very, very long time that turned a little podcast into what I consider one of the best TV shows and radio shows this country's ever seen, in my humble opinion. I think you are owed a couple of explanations here. So um, give me, just give me a few minutes here, Timmy, and then I'll back off. Of course. Because uh, you, uh, you need some space here, too, because uh, there's a lot to talk about here. This and is just so you know. It's our, it's our news as well. I appreciate that. It's our news as well. Uh, just so you know, programming-wise, again, Norman Powell's coming up. Brian Burke's coming up. They're coming up in hour two. This hour is us. Mm-hmm. So and you and me. So and them. Um, and them and all of us, all of us, all of us. Thank you. Um, so this, um, you know, growing up, my dream was to work in sports, and I got to accomplish that, and it was damn cool. Um, I didn't want to do anything else. I don't think Tim wanted to do anything else because we just love sports that much. Confirm, Tim agreeing. He didn't want to do anything else. Um, and I got, I got lucky. I was on air at the age of 20. And like Wonder Kid, you know, Phenom, whatever. Titles aren't important. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes, go on. Continue. Uh, that's what I want. Uh, Tim, you're, oh, you're helping right. me. That's what I want. This all is right. good. All this right. is good. I like it. So I've, I've been doing sports a long time and doing it with Tim, and we've got to do some wild stuff, man. And 
it's it's kind of culminated into a simulcast, not only on national TV, but in a chair, um, essentially, of one of my broadcasting heroes growing up in Bob, like to be in this time slot. So I've been very, very, very lucky. And um, the thing is, as I've gotten a bit older, and Tim can speak to this more than anybody, um, based on conversations on and off air, down through the years, not just recently, but down through the years. Um, a lot of other things have kind of started to interest me. And sports is a love of mine. It's always going to be a love of mine. But I, 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 felt, I felt like maybe there was another challenge out there. And the one thing, one of the, one of the things the pandemic uh, did teach me is... And, and I apologies to those internally who I've said this to a couple of times. I don't want to sound repetitive. But um, is to no longer hesitate because life doesn't care about your plans, man. Like, it just doesn't at all. So uh, an opportunity came up, and I didn't hesitate because it was unique. It was different. Uh, and only something like that would pull me away from literally being allowed with Tim to say whatever the hell I want on air. Literally, within reason. That's the gig. That's the freedom we've been allowed from a 20-year-old kid on air, guy named Anthony Ciccioni put him on air, to now. That's the freedom. So you're not going to leave uh, for, for anything. And that's... Um, and certainly, one of those unique uh, opportunities has arisen. So here's, here's what I'm going to do. Our last show was February 26th. On March 10th, I will become the co-host of Breakfast Television alongside Dina Pugliese on City TV. I don't want to think about the hours now. It's not important. But uh, I will be joining the Breakfast Television team. All right, I'll go damn, back. Damn, that was loud. Continue. Damn, the, that sorry. was loud. <laughs> I was in the middle of thing. <laughs> Wanted to give you something to keep. I'm gonna, I appreciate right. it. I appreciate it. Um, I, I mean, Tim and I have been watching this show. For those of you who aren't in the southern Ontario area, and I know a lot of you are getting familiar with Dina and everyone at BT nationally, um, th that show is pretty important to the fabric of the city of Toronto. It's very important to the fabric yes. of, of the uh, GTA greater Toronto area and it's just it's it's a part of people's lives and uh, it, it will afford me uh, if I might be selfish about this it will afford me um, the opportunity to just kind of do some stuff I can't do right now that interests me and again I go back to conversations Tim, Tim knows better than anybody uh, what kind of a news junkie I am sometimes to my detriment <laughs> sometimes to my detriment <laughs> But yeah. I, uh, it's going to be a hell of a challenge. But, uh, but anyone who's, who's, who's watched him and I also know we have this kind of unique history with BT and that Dina Pugliese, Tim, and myself, I believe, will eternally hold the Canadian record for consecutive commercialist hours of television. <laughs> that record will never be broken at the Raptors Parade, and I, I hold that record dear to my heart. So, and, e um, and eternal ahead. love for each other. Yes. And eternal love for yes. each other. Just, just let me know if you want to break in here, Sid, and get into a word in edgewise. 
<laughs> I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Go ahead. Uh, just 20 more minutes. So, like I said, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a like I'm 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 my I'm on two mindsets right now. I'm really excited about going to breakfast television, and I uh, I'm coming in hot and I'm ready and I am uh, I I only know how to be me. And uh, I've been proving people wrong for 20 years. I see no reason to stop now. So I'm excited. Uh, and uh, Timmy, I... Uh... No, no. Let's go. Keep going here. Promise mess I wouldn't do this. I love you, brother. I know. Please take it. I know. I know you do. <laughs> Please take it. I know you. And anyone who watches the show or or follows us on social media uh, knows that for us, the last 10 or so months have come with, like many of you, a lot of reflection. So as Sid makes this announcement and I smile and I chuckle and I laugh, um, I get it. And I sat back because this is Sid's news. I'm not going to go anywhere. If you want to get rid of me, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not going anywhere. But I've known for years, and I think a lot of the Tim and Citizens who have been with us for a while recognized your want and need to spread your wings and fly. And I'm happy that after all these years, you will get a chance to spread your wings and fly and do it in a place where both you and I know it'll be bleeping awesome. So... It's bittersweet because I I lose the guy that I laughed with all the time. Woo! That I laughed we need with. A third. We need a third jumping on here, man. Where's Blair? <laughs> Can we, we get the third, third person? Where's Deitch? We need someone to jump in, fill some time, play some music. So I'll miss laughing a lot. But such is life. And such is uh, life, man. I, You're right. I understand You're right. and I get it. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, uh, and listen, I, all I hear is his phone and my phone, by the way. Right now. That's all I hear <laughs> is McAuliffe's phone and my phone right now. And let me um, warn people. I'm an emotional mess as a person. Like, I am just better than I don't care right what it is. I cried during Rudy. I'm fine with it. I'll probably yeah. cry in this situation, even though Sid and I don't really like each other all that much. No, absolutely. But... <laughs> but you know, I, the, the start of this thing was so free flow. And we could do anything. It was a podcast. And for those of the, like, there have been several iterations of this. And for those who have been with us for every one of the iterations, I love you guys. Sid loves you guys. And you gave us all that we could ask for and more. But, you know, we, we did all these things like race, politics, ice dancing, mm -hmm. taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and nobody said nothing. They just enjoyed the ride along with us, and nobody screams stick to sports or any of that nonsense or worse. So stick to news doesn't work, Sydney. So go ahead. <laughs> go to news. Go to an institution in our city and stick of our lives. And you're <laughs> Stick to news, a-hole. <laughs> we'll don't enjoy. Come this, don't come in this leaf lane. <laughs> They're going to miss Thornton big time. Who the hell are you? Right. 
Right. The, so uh, there's the natural cra- questions, and we'll get to them. We Listen, have an I'm, hour. I'm, 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 I want. I want to say. I want to say two things. One, to, to what you just said about the questions, Tim. Because mm-hmm. I, because Sarah, Sarah Gross from the Sportsnet PR, who's amazing, was we were. I was talking to her this week, and she she asked about, do you want to do some interviews? I'm like, I have a. I, I understand the question, but I do have a national TV show and a drive time show with McAuliffe. I, 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 let's just let's just talk here. Like I just, I want to now. Me being egotistical, thinking all the requests are coming in, probably not. <laughs> but I'm, I, as I said to Tim earlier today, I think uh, I'm, there are probably a lot of questions at Tim and Sid right now, and I understand them. Oh, there uh, are. Timmy, you can ask me anything you want. <laughs> I don't know if I'm comfortable. I don't know if I'm comfortable answering them. I'll plead the fifth on a couple, but uh, if you well, want to go down the road, because I think people deserve. Uh, to kind of hear some stuff, and I'm cool with it. I'm, I'm First cool episode it. of Tim and Sid, the podcast, I don't know if you remember this, but we started and we said, this show is yours. Whatever you want us to do, you tell us, and For we'll sure. do it. And we've done it since. So if you want questions, uh, we'll give you the answers. And if you have any questions about what remains and what will happen after Sid, we'll try and answer those as best we can. And if you want to ask Sid why, how, when, go ahead. My first one comes to us from Jean-Pierre Gagné. And Jean-Pierre Gagné asks, does Sid know that breakfast television doesn't start at 10 a.m.? I thought, I thought breakfast was a euphemism for something else. It's that early? I haven't even gone think, through the schedule yet. I think oh, it's, I got it's a, earlier than that. I don't I know. Gotta call Ra- I got to call Roshni. I don't know when I'm getting <laughs> up. She's going to be so angry with me. She's going to be so pissed. Uh, Zachary writes in, there's a lot of, no, Sid Sixero, I need you, with a lot of exclamation points from Zachary Taylor. Yeah, where, where were you in high school? Didn't hear that. Okay. Uh, Jamie says, congratulations, <laughs> Sid Sixero. I was waiting for uh, something. <laughs> I already, I already I miss it. you. I wish you the best. Loving, watching every day. Good on you for grabbing an opportunity. Tim McAuliffe, I'm available to be your new co-host. I think I'll get a few of those. Well, hold on, Tim. In all seriousness, before you go to the next one, um, as someone who sat in this national television drive time chair with Tim, it's a good gig. Now, you don't need me to say that. You don't need, you don't need Tim to say that. But, Tim, I have a sneaking suspicion. Um, there's going to be some people reaching out because this is as, – as focused as you yeah. and I are mostly when we come in, uh, this is, this, there's worse gigs than this. So I'm just I'll yeah I, I agree with the, that the ether and I'll, I'll, and I'll say out. this though and all the co-hosts who have ever come on with us I hope people understand how much goes into this show every day like we don't we don't fake off a sport and say uh, we don't like soccer or we're not going to talk football because it's violent or we're not going to tackle this issue because it might get us a stick to sports tweet or two like. We hit everything head on, and because of it, you can't half-ass this show or you will be found out. And that's one of the real challenges of replacing the guy that sits usually across from me and in his basement beside me is that this ain't easy. And it, we, people make it look easy, but it's not easy. So replacing you will be very, very, very hard. On looks alone, Tim. I don't even. <laughs> on looks alone, I'm right. amazing. Like, where are you? you? On a good day, Donovan. Yeah. 
right. like not Faisal. Not Dress is like, better. Better hair. Yeah, well, well, what are you what are you trying to make up for there? You know Both I mean? of them. Uh-huh. I'm just what? saying. I think I'm way better looking than I ever got credit for. I think this is the real issue I want to get to in this oh. show is how oh. I didn't get enough credit okay. for being a handsome. For being a handsome man. That's my man. beef. That's my that's, beef. That's your biggest beef. On this day, that's the headline today. You're gonna want to hear do this. You, do you want to hear the Paul Langill? We will miss you, Sid Sixero. Wow, this hurts. Uh, the Spencer, no way Tim and Sid can end with crying emojis. Like, do you want to hear that stuff? Uh, Brian said, you just made me guzzle my third beer, you jerk. You were going to do that anyway, bud. You know that. Don't put that on me. <laughs> Don't put that on me. You were going to do that true anyway. Too. Don't put uh, that on me. A guy named Jacques Strap writes in, not kidding, <laughs> I'm shooketh. Been loyal fans since the score days. I'm going to miss Sid. And, and I know he knows you because he included a, a cat emoji. Oh, I haven't told my cat yet. Oh, Doc. I think she's going to take it horribly. All I hear is McAuliffe's phone. This is this is. The most <laughs> I vivid. moved that to my lap. No, no. Yeah. Just, just put it like on silent. Like it's on vibrate don't, now. I hear it every single time. I don't, don't know if people at home are hearing what I'm hearing, but I'm hearing the phone every time go. They're just <laughs> resumes, Sid, of people waiting to replace you as quickly as they possibly can. Um, wait till the wait till the body's cold first. My God, guys, text him after. Is there anything else that you would like to say? Because Sid Sixero, you've waited for me to say this on this show for probably 15 <laughs> years. Sid, this is your day. no i just i i uh again i i okay like time to get really honest here this has been going on behind the scenes for a while as you might expect i'm in this i'm just really proud to stay at a secret if i'm being perfectly honest with you like i'm proud of a lot of things i'm proud of this show what we created where where we're at um how many people who hate us and keep listening every day? You're my favorites. Thank you very much. Uh, but like the fact that this <laughs> didn't get out, um, if anyone in Rogers ha- has any question of whether or not you could trust me going forward, don't worry about it because <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're good. And I'm really proud. I, I just, honestly, it meant a lot for me to, and, I, and, and for people at home who would know, there have been some, some team discussions um, earlier today. Um, so we did obviously talk, but uh, publicly... Uh, it just didn't come out. And I'm really proud, and I know who I can trust, <laughs> is basically what I'm also saying. And I'm proud that we, we, we that Tim and I could announce this here, because, especially after the last year, uh, yeah. because it would have been disappointing if it would have leaked somewhere else, uh, because that's what I think of the show. So, I'm, uh, We're going to get to commercial break, and then we're going to come back with some of the tweets cool. and some of the memories, because uh, I think that's in order. And then Norm Powell and Brian Burke are going to join us because <laughs> that's just will, what we do. Will we Brian Burke w- wish us well or just tear us a new one? Tear what us will a new he one. Do? And I hope, I think, and I I hope, he, does. I hope uh, he does. I'm, I'm really proud of what we were able to accomplish. And moreover, the community that we created online, on radio sure. and For TV. Sure. It might be the most, the thing that I'm most proud of, the Tim and Citizens. Like, how many shows have accomplished anything close to moving the needle on TV, radio, and online? 
Like, screw it. Podcast 2, because we started there. That's four different plat- platforms where the Tim and Citizens and the people who absorbed this show and just liked laughing about their sports and actually knowing their sports moved the needle for us. Working with someone who not only understood that but fostered it is among the best things that I have done in my career without a doubt. And I think I'm seeing folks starting to reminisce on Twitter and the gram. For sure. And if I have a specific moment, um, I'll do that too coming up. But I just need to say, never mind the last... 10, 15, five years, whatever you've been absorbing this show in, specifically the last 10 months and what this team went through physically and emotionally to bring you a distraction or an important conversation, absolutely no BS here. I am remarkably proud of that guy Sid Sixero, I'm remarkably proud of our entire team here, here. who did not stop at any time to, to be able to shelve our emotions and fears and tell you the dad joke of the day or the good news of the day or not to shelve our emotions and fears in the last 10 months and wear it on our sleeves. I, I couldn't be prouder of the guy that I sit across uh, that I could trust to do that with and the people behind the scenes. Because well said. Well said. It's something it's something to be proud of. I'll stop there. It's um but we will not stop. We're gonna take a break. Well said Tim. No. We're gonna take a break. Um a lot more of your tweets, I can only imagine. <laughs> Haven't really looked yet. More of your tweets, more memories. Um, more of your questions if you have them because so, yeah. you deserve you deserve some answers and also uh, oh yeah Norman Powell and uh, Brian Burke great right. show it's we'll get to Sid. the show yeah. yeah well TV and radio it's what we do we talk sports you know what's going on are you governor general what is this oh I could have got that job as an unlicensed doctor, we suggest a prescription for one of our shows. Sign up for our free podcast at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Fake Doctor's Orders. Sportsnet 590 The Fan On Demand. I literally can't get tweets to load because our mentions are going too quickly. <laughs> Literally, like I couldn't. I spent the. You saw me on this Skype call. That when's we the last time you saw? When's and, the last time you saw like that? Honestly, when's the last time you saw like that? Never. That's, Never. That's wild. That is uh, wild, man. Corey, I'm gutted right now. You both have been a part of my day since the score. Since Xeril, I never loved to hate someone more. Congratulations, all the best. They got a gem. That's Those like the, the ultimate I love the compliment. Most. You can't get better than that. No. I hate I hate you so much. I follow you and watch you all the time. Can't but, can't get can't get better than that. Thank but you. gives you a tip of the cap on the way. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Vinny writes in. Would it be awkward if the show changed to Tim and Alex 
a Sixero is better than no Sixero. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I, I don't know, Alex Sixero. He's he is a Sixero, and he's, a, he's more talented than me. So that's two for two right there. So past that, I can't speak to it. But he is more talented than I am. I can say that. Uh, Andrew Willis wrote in and said, Andrew Will, excuse me, wrote in and said, my favorite memory is Sid's, Sid's shut up for a second on Sam Dyson with the hilarious music in the background. And I started seeing as I was surfing through the reactions and I can't even get to them, like literally can't even get to them. Um, so I'm going to try and get someone to uh, collect them all for me, and then we'll present them in our in our last block of the hour. But um, hashtag Tim and Sid moments if you want to share yours. How about that? I, I can tell you right now, without a doubt, doing a seven-hour commercial-free parade that I would put up against anything, anywhere, even though it wasn't nominated for any awards because, well, that's not what we're about. Didn't didn't even notice Tim. I didn't even I, notice not I would hold that thing up. You, me, and your new co-host, Dina Pugliese, commercial-free for however long it was. Uh, that's, I will remember that and be, and be proud of that forever. Like, hosting the Raptors' playoff games was amazing. It yeah, ended the Park. year that they won the title. <laughs> hey, at least we went on it with a bang, Tim. Tim, hey, listen, full disclosure, though, we were almost there. People, people might not know about this. Um, so game six, Kyle Lowry has a shot at the end. Not game six. It was game five. Pardon me. Game five in Toronto. Raptors can wrap it up. You and I are there. The whole Tim and Sid team are in the lower bowl. Um, and if memory serves, if the Raptors would have won that game that night, I believe we would have been on air for like, like Raptors parade ish length. Like I don't know if it would have been seven hours, but we were very close to being there for. That's one of my biggest regrets. We were we were very close to being there for that night. We would have probably been on the court. It would have been a, it would have been an evening. That that's one of my biggest regrets that the Raptors didn't wrap it up in Game Five. So what what are your favorite moments? What will you remember? Oh my God. Um. Like, for, forgive me, because they're like, they're kind of, some of them are, some of them you wouldn't think are my favorite, but, uh, I mean, the stuff, you know, the, the ego in me likes the stuff that went viral. Gold medal in the face, I love, went viral. Um, Buffalo just wrote in and just said, hashtag gold medal in the face. Yeah, and Donovan just tried to, to Bogart the whole scene, make it about himself, whatever, <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> love you, Donovan, love you. My... Um, uh, can I, can I interject? Go can ahead, I interject with something ahead. on the gold medal in the face? My favorite course. part of the gold medal in the face was the English talk show finding gold medal in the face. Yes. And then going with it. Yeah. Sid Sixero, do you remember your appearance on English TV? Oh, you got Roll it. Roll it if we got it. Nice. I got a call from a friend in England who said to me, you guys were just on Channel 4 in England. Here's how it went. Well, I will tell you, if you think we are uh, biased during the Winter Olympics, yep. look at this Canadian clip of their reporters when they beat America in the ice hockey. Knock, knock, who's there? Gold medal in the face. That's who's there. 
That is my new favourite line, knock knock, who's there, gold medal in the face. <laughs> I want to know the end of the joke now. Gold medal in the face who? <laughs> so, answer the man's question. Gold medal in the face of who? <laughs> gold medal in the face for Canada. There's Man. no answer to it. Oh, uh, I miss studios. Remember studios, Tim? <laughs> I remember studios. Yeah, so I remember studios. In a studio. I didn't that was fun. I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I wanted to play that clip. No, what else? What else you got? Oh, my God. We got five weeks to do this. Like, I'm off the top of my head. You know, honestly, there's, there's an element to what we did where we got to – you and I got to meet people we absolutely idolized, and we never really said it in the moment because we didn't think it was cool. But, like, meeting – and I don't care what you think. I'm not talking about any political affiliation. But when I met Bobby Orr, that was cool. When I met Doug Gilmore, that was cool. When Mark Messier, when I was allowed to make chip jokes with Mark Messier with Tim, like that's <laughs> that was cool. I think I didn't, wasn't there for Gretzky. You got Gretzky on the show the one day. I missed yeah. it. I was I forget yeah. why I wasn't there for that. But you got Gretzky, and he was um, asking us. He was asking me about the FIFA corruption from the right. show that we did because the, the raids because <laughs> the raids were happening. You, he was waiting on the line, and you were talking about how Swiss officials are going to bust into Sepp Blatter's bathroom. No, no, no. It was the day. day before. You and I were on, and he was like, I was watching, and what's going to go oh, on with this FIFA corruption? <laughs> it was amazing. Wayne remember watched this the day before. It was, it, did you run it on air? Because you showed it to me off air. I saw the backhaul off air. No, and, I didn't. And they're, and they're taking off the Gretzky kind of IFB, which is his earpiece, and they're taking off, and Wayne's like, so, Tim, what happened in Switzerland? <laughs> and Tim's like, what? He's like, FIFA. Did they raid FIFA? What happened? What happened with Sep? Like Wayne Gretzky's asking, but it was just we, we the the things that would take place and the people we would meet and and the relationships we would build. Uh, I I to me that's the coolest thing. To me, that's the coolest thing. And and there's too many to even remember right now. I remember Bianca Andreescu coming in like Elvis walked in the building. That I remember vividly. Um, that was a cool day after she yeah. won the U.S. Open. That was Every cool. boss in the building um, came downstairs. Whenever cool. we had big guests, the boss showed up. <laughs> Absolutely. And Bianca was that. Hey, but if I was a boss that day, I'd do the exact same thing. I, I would do the exact same thing. Um, you know, going to Chicago with you for the NHL media car wash, which our boss, John Coleman, kind of threw together for us, which was fantastic. Um, Jurassic Parks were always amazing. Uh, and... Sorry, Leaf fans, you didn't have as many playoff games, but, like, Dart Guy in, in Maple Leaf Square was also pretty fun to run into guys like that. <laughs> um, but getting to work with people, honestly, Tim, I go back to what I said, to getting to work with people kind of closely who you genuinely admire, and they became, like, a co-worker. And a friend, like, like, to get to know Alvin Williams, to get to know guys like Kendrick Perkins, to get to – there's so many – forgive me, there's so many names I'm forgetting. Yeah. But um, – to me, that's to, Nate, to, have, to call Nate Burleson a friend, to be able to talk to these people and athletes and, and, and broadcasters and just and presences on air um, is, is, was a huge gift for this show. And I, and I knew we were going to have guests, and I knew we were going to, especially kind of going into this time slot, we were going to talk to some different people that maybe we haven't talked to before. And I always thought that was – I never got tired of that, ever. Right. Um, and I thought that was, uh, that was just – that's really cool. That was really cool. Uh, every match game and hashtag that trended in Canada because you guys were always not just included in the conversation, but active participants in the conversation. And lo and behold, like how many times have we trended top 10 in Canada, Sid? I lost count. 
and I'm not trying to be a, like a like a d bag about it. I lost. Well, add one. Like, we've done. Add one. Lot. Add one more. Hashtag Tim and Sid moments is now the third trend in Canada behind Throw it up. Uh, Governor General and Liverpool. We'll see if we can overtake them and get. We had better more. days than both of those trends. We're having better okay. days than both of them from a love from a love fest standpoint. Believe for me. those who are just joining us, Sid Sixero is leaving Tim and Sid. He is going to breakfast television in Toronto. Uh, I will remain on and try and pick up some slack. We're going to get to Norman Powell, Brian Burke, and how Toronto can't have nice things. But my guy, Sidney Sixero, announced he's walking away. He's joining the breakfast television massive. We will roll through your tweets and reactions, answer some questions, get to the Tim and Sid moments, and we'll do all of that again next, right here on Tim and Sid. Sportsnet Radio and TV. This ain't like when you're at a game and sign up for a credit card just to get the prize and then you immediately cancel the credit card. Because there's no prize when you sign up for our radio shows at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590, the fan on demand. Our final show is going to be awesome because of all the ideas they had for this show that we're not going to get to. <laughs> Take mental notes, McAuliffe. Take mental. I got. I got a match game idea for tomorrow. Actually, do you want to throw it out there? Sure. Or do you want to save it? Because I think it's good. Well, okay, it's your show. Okay. How about this? Go. How about this? How about this? For tomorrow, don't do it now. Don't do it now. The thing BT needs to know about Sid is blank. Yeah, we I I prepared instructions for BT, <laughs> but how many pages? I don't have, how many pages? I don't, have, I don't have time to go through it. Maybe we'll do it in the final segment. Okay. Uh, Elliot Friedman tweets in: You guys walked into the score more than twenty years ago as volunteers and built something out of nothing. Great accomplishment, great run. Both of you should be very proud. And then he broke the news. Just announced last show is February twenty sixth. Sid Zixero is joining BT on March tenth. Uh, hold on. Who are his sources? <laughs> Who are his sources? You. you. By the Literally. way, Elliot, thank you, Elliot Friedman, for chiming in on this, because we cannot go another second without reminding people of the greatest goodbye in sports broadcasting <laughs> history. What was the game, Tim? Which, which, what OUA football uh, game was that? It was at McMaster. I, I think it was McMaster-Queens in the Yates Cup. Um, the video is somewhere. Somebody has to have this, but Elliot Freeman's final broadcast before leaving uh, for CBC, he's given time. The problem is our satellite window wasn't extended. So Elliot starts into his speech, and we basically go to bars. Very early, if I remember correctly, Tim, very early in the goodbye, right? Oh, it was, it was it heartbreaking. Was and uh, I'm not going to say what the eyewitness accounts told me about what Freeja's reaction to that were. In the moment, I'll leave that alone. But Elliot Friedman, it is, it is poetry. It is Shakespeare that Elliot is a part of this today, considering he had one of the greatest goodbyes in sports broadcasting history. Cheers to you, Fridge. Uh, Chris Pope, and these are the cool ones, the guys who have watched this for a long time and have been Tim and Citizens who have gone on to careers themselves. Uh, Chris writes in and says, Congrats, Sid Sixero. However, this is terrible news for a longtime listener, watcher, consumer. Tim and Sid has been as much of a daily routine for me as brushing my teeth. Sure, you miss the odd day, but you get the point. Here's to enjoying the next five weeks. Thank you for the visual on the tweet. That is my good side. <laughs> really appreciate it. 
in the in the um, Rogers calf, no less. <laughs> Tim, the the thing the thing on my end too is, like obviously I won't be doing it with as much quantity, but occasionally um, they're going to kind of let me stretch my legs sports wise as well. So I'm not like totally shutting the door on that, uh, which is cool because um, I know D- Devo is knee deep in the same level of sports that we're in, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun doing that as well. So I'm not I'm not complete. Thankfully for me. I still breaking news. I still love sports, so I'm still going to get to do that a little bit, which is which is cool as well. Not just just kind of differently, obviously, but want to throw that in the pile as well. Frankie writes in and says, "Last year has been crazy. I can't imagine handling it the same without you guys broadcasting from your bunkers. Why is this making me <laughs> emotional? Well, because the broadcasting from the bunkers thing wasn't easy. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's I think that's it's self-explanatory, and I think." Um, Again, there is. I've, I've gone down this road a couple of times, but uh, there's a small fraternity of us in this business, whether you work for a red or a blue channel in this country, mm-hmm. who knows what it has been like um, without some content some days to do this while we're anxious, while we're worried, while the unknown swirls around all of us. Friends and family. S- friends, family, all of it. Yeah. And I think uh, I'm, I'm, we're always elated to hear... Uh, tweets like that and reaction like that in terms of the job that not only Tim and I did, but everyone here at the fan and other stations have done because it wasn't easy. It wasn't. It wasn't easy to focus like that. It wasn't easy to bear down like that because you're, you're freaking out about most other things. So we, we appreciate those two. Forgive me, Tim. Go ahead. Let me, let me finish it so that I don't appear as though or actually realize oh, I thought you were done. that I'm I soft you were as done. porch. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought you were done. Uh, last year has been crazy. Can't imagine handling it the same without you guys broadcasting from your bunkers. Lots of hard discussions about awful topics from actual humans, not talking heads. Nothing lasts forever. Time moves forward. No backsies. Hashtag Tim and Sid. <laughs> no backsies. <laughs> James Sharman no backsies. writes in, and to think it all began with World Cup tonight. <laughs> on this sad day for Canadian sports, I'll just say this to you, oh, Sixero. You are good. very welcome. <laughs> Shout out Charms, KJ, punters, everybody, Dobby. That was that was a fun go. That was a fun go. Uh, Quatrick Swayze, longtime Tim and Citizen, one of the best handles that tweets into the show regularly, says, "Man, I have a million gold medal of face wrestling segments. I believe in Masai and this." going to do it again. Uh, you guys helped me through some dark times in my life. You don't even know it. It's it, You can't, that's one of the, the like, we, we've been getting a few of those emails forwarded to us and uh, over the last little bit, as you might expect. Um, it's, it's, it, it's quite, it gets, it, it's, it's a gut punch in a good way, in a positive way, every time you read them. Because we sit here and, and we're like, okay, where are we getting in the Joe Thornton injury? You want to do it in four you want to do it in block five? Like what? Like, cause we're, it's one track mind when we're out here for yeah. the most part. And then you lose, you do lose sight. And let me know when you want to jump back in anytime here. Tim. we lose sight no. of what it might mean to other people. And I am as guilty of, of that as any, because I am fairly self-centered. But when you get emails like that, it, uh, yeah. it hits us. So we, we appreciate, uh, we really appreciate those. We do. And we're I just here like, trying to do our job. I have like a hundred of those saved. So if you wrote one of those to us, you're our homies. Uh, speaking of our homies, Donovan Bennett, 
Shout out to Sid Zixero joining City News BT team, no matter if it was interviewing me as a U-sports athlete, mentoring me at the score as an intern on CFL Snap, or sharing his Tim and Sid platform with me on Sportsnet. He always put me in the position to succeed. Respect. CFL Snap. Love me some Dwayne Ford. Love me some Dwayne. That was that's a fun show. I try to get Dwayne. I try to have a line off the front of that show uh, to get Dwayne to crack every time, like uh, just to get a, a quick <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, like you know, you hearken, like you're harkening back to the score days a lot here. Obviously, a lot of people are in tweets. That was fun, man. We were all like 20, 23, 24. We were in downtown Toronto. We were on King Street for God's sakes. Uh, it, that was a good time. That was a good time. There's too many. I can't get to them. I wish there I could literally get to all of them. There literally is too many. Oh, trending in Canada because of it. Sydney, I'll let you throw it a break because no problem about you. Coming up, we'll find more time um, to go through these tweets because there's a ton. And to everyone who's reaching out to both Tim and I, obviously we're working right now. We can't <laughs> answer. No, and I feel like I got to say it. We're seeing them all. So God bless all of you. We're seeing them all. I'll get back to you later. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll have more of your reaction, probably. Uh, Norman Powell, the Toronto Raptors, he'll join us next. Brian Burke, sports and hockey analyst, he will join us next on this, uh, on a rather revealing day here on Tim and Sid. As always, we appreciate you watching and listening. More Tim and Sid after this. Subscribe to our radio shows at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. No medical exam or health questions will be asked. Sportsnet 590, the fan on demand. Time for Tim and Sid. Time for Tim and Sid. Time for Tim and Sid. Oh, yeah. It's time for real sports talk with Tim McCallum and Sid Sexero. It's your news. Why am I getting emotional? Because some of these tweets are real, man. Like I, I, and, and like I said before the break, I, um, by the way, if, uh, for those just tuning, do we get a reset here? Do you think Timmy? You, I don't, your brother I don't, did it on, on radio. So do it on for, for the TV audience. Probably. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so we, uh, Tim and I announced, uh, off the top of the show, as we wait for Norman Powell here of the Raptors to jump on, he'll, we, we're expecting him momentarily. Uh, we announced that, uh, I'm leaving the show. I'm going to be the co-host of breakfast television beginning March 10th. Timmy and I will stay in these seats up until Friday, February the 26th. And uh, we got a lot of Super Bowl chatter left in us and hockey chatter and Raptors chatter and maybe a little spring training hot stove chatter left in us uh, before uh, I kind of move on here. And Timmy will uh, continue in this national television and drive time radio slot. Um, the, the, here's what I didn't say off the front, Tim. Forgive me. And yeah. this, it's a blessing in disguise with Norm. And again, Norman Powell will show up here momentarily. But there's, there's something I wanted to get in. Um, the reason why we're not exactly sure. Well, you did get Elliot Friedman. He froze. Oh, no. Can okay. you hear me now? Because you're back. You're back. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen in the first segment, though, with it's, my yeah. luck. But thank you for because I because I can't see myself because Norm shot us up anyway. <laughs> thank you for saying that. Um, the the reason there's we we're not sure uh, what the Tim McAuliffe show will look like past Tim is I I and I, I'm going to level with everyone here. I this happened pretty quickly. 
And I did not give uh, Sportsnet, uh, to be fair to Sportsnet, a ton of time here. Like there was a train at the station and I was either going to get on it or not. So, and, and they could have, um, I, I also could have done Tim and Sid for the rest of the calendar year, which is what my obligation was. Mm-hmm. But um, the people at Sportsnet, um, they were very, they, they were kind about it. And it was something they could tell I was kind of interested in. And that's, and, and I, I will be eternally grateful for that. But back to the original point, this has been a really quick turnaround on news. So if you're asking at home, okay, so what's, what's the Tim McAuliffe show going to look like? It's just, it's, there's not been enough time, not there yet. And that's basically my fault. So I just wanted to throw that uh, into the story as well. Patience is a virtue. Uh, Jim Treliving writes into the show. Excellent show and partnership. Congratulations, Sid. Thanks, Jim. Love you. Dan Schulman writes in, Sid, congratulations on an unbelievable run. You guys have entertained us forever. Didn't know you had, didn't know you had it in you to be a morning person. Well, we're about to find out, aren't we, Dan? <laughs> yes. God bless your positive energy towards me. We're about to find out. What I'm like at 6.30 in the morning on uh, six hours sleep. But Dave, listen, I, I'm going to be learning from Dina and Mel and Stephanie and Nicole Devo. For, they got some, they are vets at these hours, right? Like, so I'm going to learn from the best and I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to need to. I'm going to need to. Because I've been literally going to bed my whole life at the time I now have to wake up. <laughs> that is going to be interesting. That is going to be interesting. But I think I'll figure it out. Ken Reed writes in and said, Sid makes life better. Good luck as Canada's next governor general. Hashtag Tim and Sid members. Oh, bar is low, man. I'll follow that job up. What, uh, I just, I'm not going to throw stuff at you? Sure, I'll be the governor general. Doug Smith, man, an era is coming to an end. Was always a hoot chatting with the boys, dating back more years than I care to remember. Doug Smith, the godfather of basketball journalism in this country. I mean, those great ones. There's great ones. We got Michael Grange, uh, Eric Kareen. We got some great writers in this country and great young writers in this country, the Blake Murphys of the world. Um, but uh, Dougie's a guy I always respected. And every and Dougie, Dougie would come on the show when, like during the Bargnani years and give us great segments. When things were, when like Milt Palacio was the top story. <laughs> Remember that? Doug yeah. would come on and either we talk about that for a little bit or he'd take it in a completely different direction. Big baseball guy. Doug, Doug Smith always got it, and he was, uh, he was one of my favorite guests, too. Love Mike you, Doug. James. Mike James. Uh, Dave Cricks, our old friend, my man D, writes in and says, Scope in their two-step. <laughs> Forever grateful to these two and excited for their next steps. Oh, that's good. That's, that's a, lot, a lot of score alums in the, in the timeline today, Timmy, I'm noticing. A lot of score television network alums. Yeah, for sure. Jeff Merrick, I first met Sid online radio station, virtually Canadian in 1997. He was a talented guy goofing off on a hockey show called Offside. Since then, <laughs> it's been impressive to watch his career take off. Best of luck with the next challenge. Deuce, you'll be great. On oh television. my God! I got to shout out Donnie. Uh, I got to shout out Donnie Abreu, Mike Stevenson, Timothy Melton, Humber College Crew, late '90s. That's what's up. Uh, somebody, somebody friend. out there smiled at that. Sorry, that was super inside. Somebody out there smiled for that. Continue. Um, 
looks like Norm is walking over. Uh, our old friend Steve McAllister, one of our favorite couples in Canadian sports media. <laughs> Congratulations on a hell of a successful uh, run of fun, passionate, informed sports talk. Timbo and Sid Pasito. <laughs> it's funny how he has a way with words, eh? It's funny how yeah. that happens yeah. with Steve. Fantastic stuff. This is uh, honestly, everyone. This is um, this is kind of overwhelming. I mean, I I knew I knew, uh, I knew the uh, the announcement from Tim and I today would uh, like people who have followed us for a while. And we have some people we love around Sportsnet and the business, um, so we knew we'd get their antennas would go up. This is this is rather. Uh, I've never it's seen good. Tim overwhelmed at a timeline before, but I'm, I'm seeing trending it now. number two in Canada right now. Uh, mayor John Tory, the mayor of Toronto. What? Congratulations, Sid Sixero, on the new gig. Looking forward to speaking with you on those early breakfast television mornings. Boy, how smart is John Tory? He's already telling me to relax. Are you seeing this? How good is John Tory? He's like, don't come at me, kid. Just watch it. All right? right. I forgot more about this town than you'll know. Just when I come in, behave yourself. Okay. I hear you, Mayor Tory. I hear you. <laughs> uh, Faisal writes in, at Sid Sixero, lose my number. <laughs> 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 oh, I love Faisal Kamiza so much. Love that. How many, how many times did Faisal do the show, man? Love you. Thanks for all the help yeah. down through the years, man. You've been great. You've been uh, great. Dan Riccio, rising star in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. I was technical director for Tim McAuliffe and Sid Sixero for their first shows on the Fan 590. They both had a huge influence on my career. An incredible run for the show. Excited to see what comes next for both Tim and Sid. Thanks, Reach. Who did the Ghost Pepper uh, Chip Challenge recently, if I'm not mistaken. He did. And paid for it, and deservedly so, because they told him to, to not do it. But, but Dan, <laughs> typical Riccio, just, you know, stub, stubborn Juventus fan, just does whatever he wants. So, listen to your elders, Reach. Listen to your elders. I didn't think I would get to all those tweets, but it looks as though uh, we still have an empty chair for Norm Powell, who is oh, obviously is. understanding the moment. There he is. Timing us... is everything. Yeah, and giving us the opportunity to breathe as hashtag <laughs> Tim and Sid moments is trending number two in Canada. So if you want to send them in, feel free. And I hope that people behind the scenes, as they have done for me already, are helping me out by sending them to me because yes. it's unbelievable how many are coming in right now. Uh, Norman Powell, the Toronto Raptors, has been kind enough to uh, settle in a seat. Norm, we're just checking here the audio. Can you hear us? You yes. got us okay? I can hear you. Can you hear awesome. Nice. Listen, man, I, I appreciate when athletes after a kind of a tough night like that uh, still agree to kind of to sit down. So we appreciate you sitting down as always. Um, was It just seemed like a night where maybe you just, you, the guys just ran out of a little bit of gas last night. Is that how, is that how you saw it? Um, it was a night where all, all around this, like our energy and effort wasn't there defensively, you know, and kind of put a lot of pressure on us offensively throughout the game. I mean, we were able to hang tight, hang, make it a close game. Uh, uh, going into the half and, you know, a few good pushes into the third quarter. But it seems like uh, we had just too many mistakes defensively that, um, you know, not make, being able to make shots uh, when you're making those mistakes defensively, um, they're able to capitalize that and pull away. It felt like you guys were turning a corner here in this season. Did that make last night a little tougher to swallow? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I think we came off um, 
uh, a few good games where, you know, everything was clicking offensively, defensively. Um, guys were really getting into a rhythm, finding their niche and their role, um, you know, and fulfilling that the best way possible um, across the board, you know. So, um, and we definitely felt confident going into the game, feeling that, uh, you know, this was a game that we could easily win um, if we came out with the same mindset and focus and uh, togetherness that we've had the last couple of games. Norman Powell, Toronto Raptors here on Tim and Sid. They get the heat again tomorrow night. Uh, Norm, one of, one of the popular questions to all athletes has been, do you like the fact you get them again tomorrow night? Like, is the uh, schedule too, too weird for you? Or do you like the fact you can kind of get another crack at them and get that taste out of your mouth? Um, definitely uh, like the fact that we're able to play them again. Um, I think it is a little weird, you know, that uh, a couple of times uh, in our schedule we're playing the same team uh, within a couple of days um, or even Indiana on a back-to-back um, after Miami. Um, so it's a little weird. Uh, you know, we got a little taste of that in preseason playing Charlotte twice um, and then again uh, in the regular season. But, uh, you know, when you're definitely when you lose and you face a team again, you know, you want to, you know, in, in that that stand against that team on a W, you know, so we're going to have to come out with a lot more grit, a lot more intensity defensively um, to, to get the job done. On the last answer, I, I noticed you're talking about grit and intensity and kind of the elbow grease needed Obviously, five and nine is not where you wanted to be as a team, especially after, you know, setting a franchise record for winning percentage uh, last season, no matter how short or long that season was like is what's the biggest difference between last season and this season? And do you know how you make up for it? Um, I think we make up for I mean, start off by saying the biggest difference right now is just uh, I feel like personnel, everybody's learning, you know, their new role, learning the uh the foundations of the offense and the defense you know you see some games where everything is really good and it's moving and it's flowing really uh, well everybody's in the right spot um executing what, what needs to be uh done and then some games you know you just seem like there's not that much rhythm that everybody is like kind of all over the place trying to figure it out a little hesitant and last year you know i feel like guys knew exactly uh where they're gonna be at their spots uh, and like knew the rotations, things like that. We're just a little step behind some games. So we just got to, you know, continue to, to push, continue to build, uh, continue to, to find that togetherness uh, every single night. You know, um, I think that's the biggest difference. You know, we're a younger team, even though we got a lot of guys who've been on this team for a while coming back and playing, um, but got new guys and trying to learn um, uh, everything, you know, all over again. We're all in different spots. We're all interchangeable. So um, those little fine tunings that you got to work out during the beginning of the season are just happening early. So I think as we build going forward, uh, we can continue to build more consistency um, throughout the whole season and get back on uh, the winning uh, side of things like we normally are. Norm, what's it like not being the young guy anymore? Like you're, you're talking, like I'm looking at you and looking at that roster and like, I remember, you know, you got drafted, you're a young Raptor and you're, you're like, you're taking, you've taken a different role here. What's, what's it been like for you in, in that room? Um, I think it's been, uh, fun for me. You know, a lot of guys are asking me, um, and talking to me, asking me a bunch of questions and how, um, they can make an impact, how they can get on the floor. You know, they they talk to me about uh, my journey and my path, uh, being with the organization, the different things that I've gone through, um, you know, and I always try to, you know, motivate them, you know, my, my career path hasn't always been, you know, a straight line. There's been ups and downs, obstacles, um, you know, having to deal with media, different, uh, stories about how you know i should be traded this that, and the other you know and having to navigate through all of that 
and uh, still go out there and play with a clear head, clear mind, uh, you know, to help the team win. So um, it's been fun, you know, motivating the guys, helping them uh, tell them what the coaches are looking for and um, how to get themselves on the floor and then have them be ready for the opportunity. So I think uh, I like being the older guy and being a leader. We understand how tough it is to deal with the Jagoffs in the media, so we will try and keep this quicker than. Uh, <laughs> no, no, other people, no, 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 yeah, right, other no, people. No, other people. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Um, we, we, when you said how difficult it is to deal with things, like I, we all understand that there's a global pandemic and that has made it tough on a lot of people. But when talking about as an athlete in your sport. Um, a month before the season to find out that you guys are going to play in Tampa. I know you guys haven't used it as an excuse. I haven't heard it and I respect it, but how challenging has it been to get settled in a new home and kind of find your feet in an NBA season against pros? Um, It's been pretty tough, you know, but um, I mean, like I've always said about this team, like we, we have a group of guys who've had to deal with adversity their whole lives, you know, especially when it comes to, um, our sport, when you look up and down the roster, you know, there's not uh, too many guys who are, you know, top five, top 10 picks, you know, the guys who've had to grit, grind and, and figure their way out, you know, and I think um, coming here just is a testament to our story, you know, um, it was tough, you know, just scrambling, trying to find a place to stay, staying in a hotel, um, the quick start to the season and trying to get all that underway and still following all the protocols and being safe. Um, than being away from your family, you know, just when you, you're feeling like you're getting comfortable after being in a bubble, um, you got to pack up and leave and then figure out how they're going to be able to get here and be safe and and be a part of the season so you're not uh, spending time away from too much. You know, a lot of other guys on the team have, have kids, um, you know, and they missed a lot of being in a bubble. Um, so uh, it's tough, but I think uh, – uh, we're slowly but surely finding our footing here and we're enjoying the time here, enjoying the weather. Um, as I talked to a lot of people in Toronto, <laughs> yeah, it's, been, it's uh, been decent. It hasn't been that bad. It's going to get bad next week though. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't bring that up next week, please. Norman, <laughs> Norman yeah, Powell, so the Raptors. That's Sorry, been, go ahead. No, I think that's been the good thing. Uh, the weather side of it, but I mean, we're just finding our footing and, uh, making sure that, you know, we go out there and play the best basketball we can. Uh, Norman Powell, the Raptors, who I believe are just a game and a half out of eighth uh, in that Eastern Conference. There's a lot of basketball left here. Uh, Norm joining us here on Tim and Sid. Final one for me, Norm. When you watch Chris Boucher play, what do you see? Uh, I see a lot of, uh, of spirit, a lot of competitive drive. You know, he's playing hard every single possession. Um, you know, uh, he's been really big for us, being that guy who's able to uh, be a stretch big. You know, he's been shooting the ball really well. Um you know, using his athleticism uh, to get up and down the floor, um, versatility and being able to guard different uh, guys, um, finish around the rim through a lot of contact, even the shots that look like they're not going in, you know, because he's getting bumped around and he's able to finish. Um, you know, so um, I'm excited for him. I've always seen a great potential in him just because of the, the spirit that he plays the game with. You know, so I think there's a lot of potential in him to grow and get better. And I think he's going to continue to do that as the season carries on. Speaking of that perseverance, unbelievable story, Chris Boucher. Um, let me finish with this. I know the real answer is the fans. So, oh, 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 oh who's that? How can I go? How can I go? Right, you gotta go I, believe, you know, I believe in that guy. We can, we, we can make some time for you tomorrow or next week, Masai. I heard somebody's leaving. Where's he going? <laughs> I'm headed to breakfast. Thank you, Masai, for busting in. Uh, I'm heading to breakfast television uh, in March. 
Who let you in there? <laughs> no, seriously. Who let you in there? So you think, just so I'm clear, Masai Ujiri has taken time out of his day to suggest yeah. breakfast television's made a massive mistake. Is that what you're telling me, Masai? But no question. No question. <laughs> Thank you, as always, Masai, for the uh, support. It's, uh, how are you oh. guys? How are you? I have a question. How are you guys going to be apart from each other? Very easily. I'm just going to buy whatever cologne he normally wears and just just have it close to me, so I can have a scent with me 24/7. Well, I just want to say, both of you together has been a joy for me, and for the Raptors, and for everybody. I'm just questioning both of you apart from each other. That's all. So. I love you all, but the challenge is on on both of you now. How you are going to survive? Okay. So in summary, so in summary, you said I love you both. You will both fail equally. Is what you just said? <laughs> Pretty much. No, no. <laughs> right. I just wanted to say what's up, guys. Any, hey, Masai, anytime you want to break into the show. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Good to see you. Where were we, Norm? There is Masai tearing. Does he do that how, to you guys how too? How rude is that, Norm? How rude is that? You got to be kidding me. You know. It's like he's running the team or something. Like, who does he think he is? Thanks. Where were we? I was going to say, I was going to ask about the band. You've been awesome. I know that you were you were ushered in there and you had to sit down quickly. And Sixero was patting himself on the back. And then Masai came in off the top rope with the elbow drop, as he is wont to do. <laughs> uh, we appreciate this, Norm. Best Thanks. of luck down the road. And anytime you want to drop in without Masai, you let us know, okay? Sounds good. Um, congratulations and good luck on the new chapter. Thanks, Norm. Thank you, Appreciate you, man. Take care. Stay safe. It's, uh, Norm night. You too. Toronto Raptors will have another go at the Heat tomorrow evening. Uh, I can tell you, Jimmy Butler has again be, been ruled out of that tomorrow. I'm not sure if Norm knew that. I probably should have told him. No Jimmy Butler tomorrow. And uh, Tyler Hero, again, is questionable as rosters fluctuate. Uh, left and right here in the NBA this season, and we're seeing a bit of it in the National Hockey League with the Washington Capitals. We'll bring it up with Berkey if we ever get to sports with Berkey coming up uh, in the next segment. So, yeah, I, I sh we should ask him about his contract there, Tim. That's a missed opportunity on my end for Messiah Jerry. That's a missed opportunity. I was going to jump in with it, but I thought, like, this is your day. This is the moment. Um, Masai, tell us about your contract. Probably not. If we had a set it snarky, in response, like you can't jump in unless you talk about the contract. Yeah, that's, you're right. You're right. You know what? In I hindsight, mean, you're right. I think no. there wasn't a good time because that's what people don't understand sometimes. It's like you're really just feeling out all the conversations. That's all this is. And if you've yeah. done it enough, you know there's, well, if you're good and you've done it enough, you know there's a good time to say something and maybe it's not the right time to say something. I think that's the right decision in hindsight, Tim. I think you're right. Fantastic. Um, that was hilarious. <laughs> That was hilarious. Um, I, I like Masai off the top rope. That's the oh Masai that I don't know if the it, top I've rope. He dragged us in a tables, ladders, and chairs match up the ramp to the back and and threw us down ECW style off like a two-story scaffolding is what Masai just did. Goodness since, gracious. Since Bleep Brooklyn, I don't think I've seen Masai off the top rope. Um, it's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, salty Masai. I, li I, I like I like salty Masai. I'm a right. big fan of salty Masai. Uh, uh, Bleak Brooklyn and standing up to racist cops. Uh, those are the two. 
uh, yes. for Masai Ujiri. How did I not? How did I forget that one? Yeah. Right. I just throw that into the equation because Good call. I. Good call. Yeah, I actually thank him for doing that. Um, <laughs> I got a couple more tweets here. What By do you the way. Do? This is your Let's, show. We got Brian Burke one more thing. We're going to winter break at 626. Hockey Central on Sportsnet is going to come on. Tim and I will continue on 360 and Sportsnet 590, the fan, and the Sportsnet app. Again, Brian Burke is going to join us uh, here momentarily. Um, I just want to say to everyone, all our we're, we're, we're hearing some incredible things uh, privately as well from friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Masai Ujiri just jumped on the show quickly. The bar is high, guys. We expect... <laughs> We expect that from Eladia over the next five weeks. Right. Not would like, not it would be nice. Right. Darn near demand. If Masai Ujiri in a, in, in a Tampa bubble is going to find the time to say hello, the bar is very high. So to all of you, challenge. See if you come up with the goods. Uh, but if you want to go back to the tweets here, Timmy, uh, I'm all for it. I am all for it. My, uh, my computer keeps freezing, which adds to the equation here. So I've got to log in with my password, and then I'll get to them. Um, Richard Southern, who works locally in the area on 680 News and goes uh, nationally, uh, writes in and says, career highlight for me was going on and being a guest on the Tim and Sid show earlier this year. Of course, Sid Sixero never had me back due to his strong broadcasting instincts. Wishing Sid all the best as he moves on to Breakfast Television Toronto. Love you, Rich. By the way, Rich, all the 680 guys, my dad listens to you all the time. All the time. You have no idea how how much run you get in the Sixero senior household. Love 680 News. Absolutely love it. <laughs> uh, Brad Gagnon, a writer in his own in his own right. It's weird to say. <laughs> nice uh, writes into the show. Sid and Tim made a 20-year-old me a better writer and sports media professional by scaring the bleep out of me when I screwed up their scripts, high standards, and legit mentors to a lot of people in this business. Sorry, I'm going through. Can you read that one more time, Timmy? I, I just sure. switch over my headphones. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. No problem. Try it again. No problem. Uh, Brad Gagnon. Sid and Tim made a 20-year-old me a better writer and sports media professional by scaring the bleep out of me when I screwed up their scripts, high standards, and legit mentors to a lot of people in this business. I'm such an idiot. I still can't hear you. <laughs> this is you got to put your put this one in. Let me just put the dip. Put your Skype ones back in. Back All in. right. I'm going to continue on. Me soon enough. Dangle. This professionalism. How's this? Brad you said, me? hey, you're a mentor, and okay. you scared me when I screwed up your scripts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got you there. Yeah, got Sorry, Mr. Gagnon. I, Sorry. Uh, that was good. Steve Dangle. I got to say, Sid Sixero, Tim McAuliffe, this is like the McFist to the gut. <laughs> Steve Dangle. Steve Dangle will eat the McFest. Um, <laughs> well, and it's got its own toy. Um, Doug Gilmore writes in and says, congrats, Sid. Hashtag Tim and Killer. That's a show. <laughs> Leaf hot takes with the one and only Doug Gilmore and Tim like McAuliffe. Like I listen to that show. No question. Right. So uh, we'll get to a few more of your tweets and Brian Burke coming up. Uh, for those just joining us, Sid Sixero moving to breakfast television. You got a little while. You got about five weeks. Uh, but this is the day that he announced that he is moving on to breakfast television. 
Um, as Timmy said, we're going to take how much time we got Dylan Brown back at his four cent five ninety the fan 30 seconds. Dylan's been a champion this entire time too, by the way. Thank you, Dylan, for everything. Uh, about 25 seconds left here. We are once again, going to leave Sportsnet the mains here for hockey central. If you want to continue watching Tim and Sid Sportsnet 360 is how you can do that. Uh, also Sportsnet 590, the fan is how you can continue listening and you can continue listening as well on the Sportsnet app is great for all the radio stations for Rogers, by the way, from a sports standpoint, I use it all the time. I highly, highly suggest it. Brian Burke, next. Tim and Sid, live on TV and radio. Subscribe to our radio shows at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Do not settle. Demand. Demand. Sportsnet 590, the fan on demand. Welcome back to Tim and Sid. Sportsnet 360, Sportsnet 590, the fan. Former Tim and Sid intern Josh Lewenberg who happens to cover the Raptors for some other guys writes in my first gig in sports media was interning for Tim and Sid I can't say enough about them as broadcasters mentors and friends gonna be weird watching them on different screens but I have no doubt they will both continue to crush it congrats on a great run fellas love you Josh Viking writes in and just says stop the show Sid knows there's no actual breakfast involved on breakfast television, right? No, there's a full cafeteria there, I'm sure. I don't know that, I'm assuming. I'm just I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure, sure it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um Brian Burke is joining us on the line, uh sportsnet hockey analyst, and we have been uh, very happy to have Brian on the show numerous times. Burke, how you doing? How are things? I'm doing well. Sorry to hear this news. It's uh, be sorry. You know, better, you a bigger, better things. It's a bittersweet day, but I'm excited, Berkey. I'm excited. No, you'll be successful at whatever you do. You're great at this, but it's I enjoy doing the show with both of you guys. Thanks, man, and we enjoy having you on. We enjoy having you on. Um, what's what's piquing your curiosity hockey wise right now? Is it the Capital story? Is it that bad hockey game in in Toronto last night? Is it, uh, is it how Paul Maurice is the most underrated coach in hockey, the way he can sometimes pull out wins from anywhere, missing three important guys? What's piquing your, your interest today, Burke? Um, your news. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any tips? Yeah, you have a good face for radio. I, that's the only tip I can give you. <laughs> Could you do breakfast television, Berkey? No. You have to be nice to know. people. Do you? See, this is see, this is my this is my chore, because as anyone who uh, who knows me on or off air knows, I, I sometimes can have a short uh, fuse. I sometimes <laughs> am not uh, the most understanding person, but it is a different type of audience that watches BT, and it's a massive show, and they have all types of folks that watch. What um, should I change my demeanor at all, Berkey, or do I just stay me as best? How I long can? you want? It? How long a run do you want there? <laughs> longer, longer than a week. Let's try that. Longer than a week. No, you'd be what great at that. You, you, you got great people skills. It it requires someone to be upbeat and nice and care about things I don't care about. So I would be lousy at it. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sounds pretty similar, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, totally different. No, totally I'm different. I don't mind the early morning. Like I, I've been an early morning person all my life. I'm a hunter. I'm a fisherman. So I've gotten up without an alarm clock my whole life between 5 and 5.30. And I, I go to bed at 11, read for half an hour, and go to bed at 11.30. This new job has totally screwed up my sleep schedule. 
I'm gonna know how that feels. I think. I think I'm gonna know yeah, exactly will. how you feel. Good. Yeah, gracious. you will. Yeah. No. What piques my interest, hockey-wise, is uh, I think there's a misconception out there right now that if you have a bad run in this condensed schedule, like you lose five in a row, that you're hopelessly out of it. And for one thing, there's been already a, a plethora of three-point games, which leads me to believe that that's going to continue. So teams aren't going to drop stone cold out of it. Also, every game is a four-point game. It's a divisional game. So you lose four in a row, you win four in a row, you haven't probably lost ground on a bunch of teams. So uh, the hockey's been intense. It's been sloppy. Uh, the the Toronto game, I, I do a radio show at Edmonton. They're pretty happy with last night's game. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a Picasso, but they, they're all not going to be Picasso. Some of them are crayon drawings. That was a crayon drawing, but they did what they needed to do to stop their slide. Um, I'm a big Paul Maurice fan. I have been ever since he started coaching. So on, on your list of topics, they all pique my interest. I think Paul Maurice is an excellent coach. But I, I think coaching in the NHL, 31 teams, I think coaching is probably at an all-time high in terms of the number of quality coaches, assistant mm-hmm. coaches, and the preparation they do. I don't think you, you play many teams where they're not ready to play. And, and, again, ready to play, that's up to the players, but prepared to play. It, it feels like both Montreal and Toronto had a chance to kind of get some early breathing room and loss. Do you expect this to be this tight the entire year? Like we have in nobody in the North has more than six. Nobody has less than three right now. Right. But the best, like even, a, even the game with uh, like last night's game with Montreal and Vancouver, I'm sure you guys stayed up and watched that. Um, mm-hmm. Even that game, which was a great game, really exciting game. Uh, five on five, I thought Montreal outplayed Vancouver badly at stretches. They're still the best team for me, and Toronto's a close second. But uh, I think you got to remember, if this were a standard year, this is like what day, they had six days of training camp, and this is day six or seven of the season, right? We opened last Wednesday. Yeah. They would just be, they'd just be entering the last weekend of training camp and no preseason games yet. So I'm not surprised. We called this out in, in real time on the air, so there's going to be some sloppy hockey the goaltending's probably not going to be as sharp as it will be because these guys haven't gotten any work so in my mind if you're expecting these players to be up and running at 100 percent i think it's proven beyond a doubt you need at least a two week probably 17 day training camp with at least six exhibition games and that's how teams get ready to play so you're seeing guys now that were prepared physically to play i think the players came in in good shape and they're trying like hell and they're working hard but their game isn't together yet. It's no different than spring training for baseball players. Those guys aren't throwing 98 mile an hour fastballs on day one. They got to work up to it. So uh, I'm pleased with what I see from an intensity and, and effort standpoint. It's just not sharp yet. It's just not defined. It's kind of like looking at a through a uh, pair of glasses. It's not your prescription. It's a little bit blurry. Yeah, you know it's there. It's just a little fuzzy. Brian Burke, yeah, and Tim and Sid. Um, Brian, after the Leafs game last night, and I didn't. I was surprised people didn't make more of this than they did. So I'm going to pitch it to you and let me know if I'm if I need to relax on it. So it's a dog's breakfast of a game, obviously. And after the game, Austin Matthews gets into the interview room first and basically says, you know, I, I know what the scouting report says on two guys on Edmonton, but we also got to play our own game here. And he felt like they didn't. So then Sheldon Keefe sits down and he is told immediately what Austin said. He takes a deep breath, Sheldon Keefe does, and says... Well, sometimes if you're not responsible, then they come in here and embarrass you like they did last year. So it felt to me like there was a little 
there's a little back and forth there that I found very interesting at this early moment. Am I making too much out of that little interchange, do you think? Uh, by itself, no. And you can see Sheldon exhale. Players are frequently vexed by what players say in the interview room. And they, they hide it if they can. Clearly, he was exasperated by that. But I thought there was something to that. I thought that Toronto was worried about two guys on the ice more than the rest of the team and instead of worrying about how they played. So I think Austin's comments have some merit. I think what Sheldon's response is, that's not why we lost. We lost because we got outworked for a good chunk of the game and we weren't sharp enough. So I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a, a tiff or a fight, if you will, as much as just we just lost. One player gave an explanation that I think exonerates too many guys that didn't show up, and that's that. So I, you, I can tell you over the years, I got in yelling matches, swearing matches with players over things they said, and it was forgotten instantly. It was like, look, don't say that. It's stupid. What was you said the angriest wasn't you ever, Berkey, was the angriest you ever got at what a player said after a game? Uh... I'm not going to tell you that story. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm not because I don't. Uh, yeah. I really am really fond of this player, so I'm not going to tell you that story. But it would happen frequently because we go in the coach's room after, right? So I come down from the box, give the coach. I take my time so the coaches have a couple minutes without the boss coming in and stomping around. And then I sit down and have a beer with the coaches, and then the coach goes out to talk. Usually, the coach won't have a beer or a drink until after he goes out and talks comes back and we have a beer and talk about the game sometimes too if we're really lousy it might be a half dozen but you know we listen to what the players are saying and sometimes you're like man this guy's out of touch with reality if he thinks that's why we lost is blame the ice or blame the officiating and we had a team slogan on all my teams no complaints no excuses because complaints turn into excuses if you say it's the officiating that turns into an excuse if you say it's the ice that turns into an excuse so we would correct the player next day and say, look, both teams played on the same ice. What are you talking about? Like, keep, keep your eye on the ball here, son. So to me, this is minor, and it's common where a player will say something the coach feels differently. It's no big deal. And Sheldon Keefe is not a rookie coach. Right. He's relatively inexperienced in the NHL, but he's an experienced coach. He's had this to take Austin aside today at practice and say, look, what you said wasn't untrue or wasn't incorrect. But that message let a lot of guys off the hook, and I'm not I'm, and not Austin. Austin played hard last night. But he let some other guys off the hook, and the coach is probably saying, I don't want to let them off the hook. We want to keep accountability here. Brian Burke joining us here on Tim and Sid. How big a loss is Joe Thornton? What did you see from him early? And obviously a tough break for a guy who wants to join a team and do something special this late in his career. Well, it sucks. It, it sucks yeah. for on many levels. Like First off, he's a, he's a great hockey player. So anytime you lose a quality hockey player, that sucks. Second, he's a great guy. So that sucks. And I think he's provided the dimension they brought him in here. He's an upbeat guy. He has leadership skills. But they won't lose that. You know, this doesn't sound like that serious an injury. Say two to four weeks, he'll still be around. They'll still have the benefit of having Joe Thornton in the room. Brian Burke here on Tim and Sid. Um, Moving over to that capital story, Berkey, because, I mean, every – Every league in this pandemic trying to play have run into a couple teams who just uh, have a few guys who don't get it. And it's one thing for kind of first-year players, second-year players, younger guys to do it. I found what the Capitals were hit with in terms of the $100,000 fine and guys like Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and Samson Orlov, 
like being together without masks that from a i mean if you're peter laviolette like how do you how do you approach this have like with, with the possibility of missing these guys for three games well i think the thinking is that the reason um and there's no excuse for this by the way i'm not condoning it i i love ovechkin i don't know the other guys that well but it was stupid and it's a violation of the rules and you got to follow the rules you don't get to vote on them you don't get to pick which ones you follow on a given day and I think their thinking probably was well we sit next to each other on the bench so what's the big deal if we go to one room they didn't go to a bar they weren't chasing strippers or doing something stupid they're sitting in one player's room probably playing cards having a couple of beer and they think well I just sat next to that guy on the bench it's no big deal it is a big deal you're allowed to sit next to him on the bench because that's the only way we can play the games the rest of the time you've got to maintain the rules you got to follow the protocols so they probably thought it was harmless it wasn't it's going to cost them some games. It costs the Caps $100,000, which people might not think is a lot of money. But right now, in this economic environment, that's a lot of money. Ted Leonsis is sour about this. I can guarantee you that. Hmm. So lesson learned, follow the rules. There's a reason four players aren't supposed to be in a room without masks. It's because they can be transmitting whether they tested positive or not. You can be asymptomatic, test negative, and still be transmitting the virus. So stay in your room. And so they learn the hard way. Uh, let's hope it's not a costly lesson to the team while they're out. Those are all pretty important players. Um, but, I, you know, to me, dumb mistake. But I, I can see how a player would rationalize it and say, well, I just played with this guy. I just sat next to him on the bench. We're not going out. We're not going to catch it from a bartender or a patron in a bar. We're all untested. We're all going in the same room. They probably thought it was harmless, but it's not. they got to follow the rules. And I think Elliot Friedman said this today. I think he's right. I think part of the reason the league made such a strong statement is they're trying to demonstrate to the health officials in every province and every state where there's a team that we are serious about this. We're going to follow the rules that we negotiated with you, and we're going to penalize teams that don't. And uh, as we say goodbye, Burke, I also think in those other leagues, they had a shock to the system moment in terms of all the other teams, whether it was football or baseball or NBA, and maybe yeah. the Capitals in this incident, maybe, that maybe some good can come out of it, and, and a lot of other clubs... Maybe not scared straight, but just kind of watch themselves. Well, they should be scared straight. The story. Yeah. They should be no, scared straight. This is, this, this is not, again, I'm not minimizing four players breaking the rules. It's not. It's breaking the rules. That's stupid, Agreed. and it's wrong, and it puts their teammates at risk. It puts their team at risk. So it's wrong. It's stupid. Stop it. Follow the, follow the protocols. But I can't see in a player's mind where they don't think it's that big a transgression, but it is. So follow the rules. And if you have trouble reading them, Get an interpreter to read them to you. I know, uh, I know a closing line when I hear one. Brian Burke, Sports and Hockey Analyst. Berkey, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for jumping on again. Good luck, buddy. Thanks, man. Thank you, sir. There is uh, Brian Burke, Pinball Foundation, Michael Pinball Clemens, writing in, best in the business. We will never forget. Knock, knock, who's there? Gold medal in the face. Good yeah. luck. Sid Sixero. Martin Gaillard takes a screen capture of Masai Ujiri leaning in on the conversation we had with Norm Powell. <laughs> How will you guys be apart from each other? Masai Ujiri taking the words out of my mouth. Tim and Sid, you've been a team forever. I was there at the start, at the score, and have loved watching both your careers explode. So proud and happy for you. Congrats, Sid Sixero. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, it's over. It's been overwhelming. Only five more weeks, Tim. 
Only five more only weeks. Fi- only five more weeks of it. It's already <laughs> overwhelming. Uh, maybe I'll do the directions or instructions that I give to BT if we have time next. If not, we'll save it for the last show. I'm intrigued. I'm Tim intrigued. and Sid, Sportsnet Radio and TV. Send us all your money. Sign up for our free podcast at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher, and we'll send you a free subscription for Sportsnet 590 The Fan On Demand. Absolutely free. Well, this move since Xero to breakfast television is Rogers to Rogers, and we have some great friends over there. Dina Pugliese hosted the Raptors parade with us. I've known Devo for over a decade. Frankie. Frankie Ferragini, like one of my favorite people to run into randomly. Frank. Just gives I've you that smile. Yeah. Just gives you that smile, man. Love Frank. Love Frank. And I've had beef with the traffic folks, but we're not going to walk down that road. Um, <laughs> so in, in the circle of love... The crew and I have decided that we needed to come up with some Passover instructions, some directions on how to handle Sid Sixero. Like, I know most people won't read the release, but I was quoted in the release from Sportsnet PR saying, I will miss his candor, encyclopedic knowledge, and an often unbridled passion. I know this is the right step for him. I do, however, share my deepest sympathies with the craft services team at BT. <laughs> Listen, my rider is simple. I'm easy. Mm-hmm. I'm easy. Yeah. Just every morning, four breakfast sandwiches. Right. Th- three purple uh, juices like on hot dog day back in the day in grade three. Do you remember the juices on hot dog day? Yeah, I was, a more, I was more of a McDonald's drink, uh, the orange drink, which was well, I, unbelievable. To me, the hot dog Maybe day is a Scarborough the, thing. Where, Maybe the Scarborough thing. The hot, the, yeah. the purple drinks for me on hot dog day were the absolute best. Purple drink. I need a a bowl. Purple drink. <laughs> Young age, I had purple drink. Yeah. Uh, a bowl of red M and M's, a bowl of green M and M's, and then a third bowl mixed. That's <laughs> and that's all I really need. And some Hubba Bubba gum, and I'm I'm yeah. good. So so in that vein, no I, diva here. I'm easy. I'm easy. In that vein, I compiled a short list for the folks at Breakfast Television, uh, if you'll indulge me. And you said you know diva, but. Uh, Producer Thomas Dobby wanted me to pass along that while he doesn't look like it, Sid is kind of a prima donna diva. And proof of it is that he needs to have hair and makeup around at all times. So, Sid Sixero, uh, we will provide Dagan whenever you need him for hair and makeup, okay? With a a walking mirror, like like I'm some form of royalty in 1786. (laughs) Like I need a mirror with someone holding it walking as I'm being... Uh, pampered over as I walked. Dagan, right. shout out Dagan, by the way. I, I saw Dagan uh, once in like 10 months. I saw Dagan. Shout out. He hasn't changed a bit. Good on you, Dagan. Love you, brother. Uh, Breakfast Television, we must warn you that Sid Sixero needs to practice his martial arts once a week, and <laughs> it is best to give him his room when he is practicing his martial arts. <laughs> Stay far, far away. You guys are giving them their whole role coming up, man. They're doing the, you're doing their work for them. <laughs> my, my, them all the material. No, really? All right. All right. There are times that he is distracted by live sporting events. And before you say, hey, we're a morning show, what kind of live sporting events? We might get an Olympics in Japan. And I say might get an Olympics in Japan. World Cup in Asia. And God forbid Portugal plays when you're on air. Tim, I'm telling you right now, I never want to see this guy in this situation again after he... Oh, he got it! Hey! I never doubted him! Not me! Not me! Not me! Not me! Not me! Not me! 
that kid's good. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs and now has hours we can watch every game in a tournament? This guy. <laughs> this guy right here. I'm not missing a single game. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward uh, to I it. can see some suggestions coming at Tim and Sid. We might have to do this in the final show, but because we are running out of time, I watch BT all the time. Musical guests, big time musical guests. Please do not let Sid around any mic when they're around. I want to dance with the money. <laughs> I'm I want to feel the heat with the money. Why <laughs> with somebody who loves me I want to dance with somebody I want to feel the heat with somebody yeah, I want to dance up. with somebody I'm singing <laughs> Listen, listen Don't tell me that's the worst singing you've ever heard in your life Don't even remotely go down that road I wasn't that pitchy you're giving BT all the ideas, McAuliffe. I said <laughs> in the middle of it, it's not bad. Like, I don't know it's if you heard terrible. me. But, it, yeah. but I don't recognize Fat Sid. I don't, he'll, he'll come back. <laughs> he'll make a reappearance. I don't, but I don't he'll be back. Don't uh, every once in a while uh, on BT, I know you guys feel the need to dance on your show. For the love of all things holy, <laughs> do it when Sid's not there. <laughs> Bruh! <laughs> yeah, that's the way to start a problem. <laughs> 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 what nothing? know what the best part of those clips are me acting a fool or McAuliffe's epic laugh I'm always torn on that because Tim's like because I don't think those clips are the same without McAuliffe's cackle I, the, 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 okay. I, the dance to me like if I ever see that on breakfast television when I'm sending the kids off to school in the morning I, I like if you ever pull that out oh, I, it's so I may die of laughing it's so happening it's it's in their DNA man are you kidding it's in their DNA uh, Dina, Frankie, Devo fam, from me to you, just a couple. Wait till our final show uh, when the Tim and Citizens give you the full list. But that's just some, some Passover instructions for Sid Sixera. Less than a minute to go here, buddy. Um, 30 seconds. To everyone that has gotten a hold of Tim and I, uh, either it's through the timelines or DMs or texts or emails, we're going to do our best here, and we want to thank you. There have been some really kind things coming through. Uh, we got... Five weeks and a day left of our schedule. Um, we're going to have some fun. So thank you for everyone who made uh, the show what it was today. Thank you, Timmy. Terrific job. And uh, as we leave you, never forget. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. No.